Listening Dog Media. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus the offside rule we get it hello it's me kate borsay stealing the host's chair this week and welcome to another edition of the offside rule podcast don't forget we're out every monday on soundcloud and on itunes you can also follow us on twitter too or why not drop us a tweet at offside rule pod and we're on facebook give us a like folks at the offside rule Well, on today's show, we've got three fabulous topics. On the back of Messi breaking the record for the most goals in a calendar year, your favourite goal from 2012. All I want for Christmas is got to be something football-related, so we're going to be getting uh, the Christmas wish lists of our ladies today. And when I met one of my footballing heroes, or tried to meet them, we'll find out more about that a little bit later on. Before we start, though... The transfer window here at the Offside Ball podcast has opened a little bit earlier than the rest of the footballing world as we welcome our loan signing, Zoe Uminski, as well as our regular Hayley McQueen, of course. Lindsay Hooper's going to be back next week. Zoe, let's establish your footballing credentials, first of all, for all the listeners to the Offside Ball podcast. Uh, your club went on a right decent little run, didn't it, before last weekend's result? They absolutely did. They've been doing phenomenally and in fact uh, Zola is up for manager of the month this month so um, yeah I think they've been doing really well it's been exciting to see them actually getting goals in and not either losing or drawing in the final minute which seems to be one of their favourite pastimes. She's a true North London girl and a Hornets supporter in case you hadn't guessed it folks. (laughs) Um, A bit of a birthday theme going on as well today both Hayley McQueen and Zoe Yuminski have had a birthday recently so happy birthday ladies. Uh, Zoe the last time I saw you it was uh, a picture on Twitter where you were dressed in a top to toe zebra outfit. Please explain your actions. Well, of course, I had to have a fancy dress birthday party and you had to come with something beginning with the letter of your name. Zebra it was. (laughs) Genius. I'm trying to think what I would have done. Kay, I would have had to come as a koala. (laughs) Hayley? A hungry hippo or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. And Hayley, it was uh, your birthday a few days ago. What a great birthday present you had all the way from Manchester. Yeah. 
because obviously I have a connection to Manchester United, and that was my no really yeah. Funnily enough, born in Manchester as well, St Mary's Hospital for anyone that knows it. Probably not anyway. Rambling on, but yeah, the actual Sunday of the match was the actual day of my birthday, and I made sure I watched the game before I ventured out to celebrate. The female take on football. All right, well, let's get cracking with this week's first topic, with Messi breaking the record for the most goals in one calendar year, 86 this year, 2012, to eclipse Gert Muller. We'd like one of your favourite goals of 2012. Who should we start with? Hayley. Do you know, I'm probably going to go with the goal that everybody's going to go with because there is only one goal. It's probably going to be that... Ibrahimovic goal. It was like something out of a video game. There was that. He then followed that up. Do you remember in the Champions League not long after with another superb goal? But because I thought you guys might have picked the same one, I am going to go with Philip Mexis. Ten days after that particular goal scored by Ibrahimovic against uh, England for Sweden, uh, Philip Mexis, a defender, by the way, scoring a very similar kick and you think these come around sort of once every couple of years that you're lucky enough to see one perhaps in Europe and he went and did it himself it was the Italian side AC Milan of course they were uh, leading against Anderlecht in the Champions League clash uh, and there was a free kick uh, Mexis um, chested Ricardo Montalivo's ball up in the air check the pronunciation yeah I was only doing that because I can pronounce his name and I wanted to show off and produced a stunning bicycle kick that was from the edge of the box it flew into the top corner Uh, it didn't just fire past Joe Hart he beat the keeper on his line as well and it was an absolute wonder strike you kind of looked at it thinking oh my goodness has he actually been practicing this since Ibrahimovic but it was just a fluke that came within a couple of months of each other and I absolutely loved it of course everyone loves a bicycle kick don't they and what I loved about the Ibrahimovic goal was just it was just it was just the final touch the final bit of salt to rub in our wound at 4-2 down after that goal he displayed perhaps one of the best performances of an individual uh, opposing striker to an England team uh, and as if he hadn't sort of thoroughly made us march around the pitch and play to his tune enough he then goes and scores that final fourth goal with uh, a marvellous overhead kick just to make us feel like a great footballing nation Zoe give us your favourite goal well yeah I went for the utterly predictable Ibrahimovic goal but it just when when thinking about what goal would be best you just I just couldn't get that one out of my head mm. you know it was so fantastic and you just know that when the opposition look round and applaud the goal going in that it's just like nothing else. And I think it was Steven Gerrard that said it's the best goal he's ever seen live. And you you just can't argue with it. I mean, people love to have a debate. Was it the best goal ever? Who cares? It was a great goal. And it's brilliant when you see that on the pitch, whoever you support. Now, the one I've picked out, not just because of the manner of the goal, but because of the repercussions of it... And Taylor's nodding her head here. Sergio Aguero scoring, of course, the goal that won uh, City the league this season. Uh, City were playing Queen's Park Rangers 2-1 down. The drama, the build-up, and their manager, Roberto Mancini, was going nuts on the sideline. And everyone was thinking, this is too late. This is too late. City are not going to do it. The old trophy copter was flying over Wearside. Manchester United were beating Sunderland and it looked to be all lost. And then, of course, 90 minutes hit. Uh, and with three minutes of injury time remaining, it all started to kick off. Jekko equalised. And then a few moments later, of course, Balotelli. Who else? 
swerves around a defender, kind of slides the ball then to Aguero, who knocks it in with actually a really beautiful finish. But it wasn't just the finish, of course. It was an amazing goal. And it just caused absolute mayhem, didn't it? Um, do you remember Merson's reaction on Sky Sports News? He went absolutely nuts at that point after 90 minutes when they equalised and then they went 3-2 up. And I think he said something like, they're all hugging each other, they've given each other love bites. It was just, just an incredible Merson reaction. Um, so, yeah, a, a fantastic goal, really, not just because it was a great piece of technical skill, um, but it was, of course, made greater by its impact. All right, let's move on to our second topic of the day. Now, I feel I want to sing this, but I'll refrain because anyone who's heard me sing will know that it might break a few windows. So all I want for Christmas is... Zoe. All I want for Christmas and all any good Watford fan will want for Christmas (laughs) is a win at the Etihad on January the 5th. That's all I want. I'm not asking for much. Just that one thing. I know you two said you've got lists, plural... But I'm only asking for that one thing. But a win for Watford in Man- at Manchester City would be absolutely fantastic and no less than we deserve. So any Watford fans, I'll see you there on the 5th. Very good, Zoe. On to you, Hayley. Oh, I've got a list because every little girl sits down and writes Santa a list, don't they? And yes, I might be over the age of 30 now, but I still like to have a list. Uh, and it's not all about the giving. It is all about the receiving. <laughs> Because I'm selfish and I would quite like to keep as many British players in the English game and Scottish game as possible, as many of them as possible. Um, I like to keep the English players playing across England and Scotland, particularly players like Theo Walcott, who's been linked with a move away, perhaps to Italy, uh, linked with a move to Juve. I don't mind if European players want to come and play over here. I'd quite like Wesley Schneider to come and play over in the uh, English Premier League and maybe even Ibrahimovic as well. But I think it would be really nice to try and keep as many of our talented players over here. Let's not send them off to Russia. Let's not tempt them with money uh, far overseas and, and... I don't want anyone to go and play for Paris Saint-Germain that's British because I want to keep them here. The state of Scottish football at the moment is uh, not great and the national team, I think, to make that better, um, you have to have your players playing around each other, against each other in our leagues. You're getting angry here, Helen. It's the first time I've seen her wound up. Let, let me just, I'm just going to reach out the door. I've, I've, I've got the offside rule soapbox here. I'm just going to bring it in, shut the door there. There you go, Hayley. Up your pop. What's next? Okay, so it's not too much. Middlesbrough to be promoted. It looks like it might happen. The way they're sitting at the moment, sort of mid-December, is looking pretty good. So I would like them to continue the good fortune that they have had. I think they deserve it, and it'd be nice uh, just for the town, really, to have them back in the Premier League loved having Premier League football. Uh, They've been in the Championship for a couple of seasons now and it'd be nice for Steve Gibson, one of the best chairmen in the whole of the world because he's local. (laughs) There's a slight sense of bias going on here, a slight sense. I'd also like David Beckham. His final, his his final. Yeah, not just he's he's a married man with children, so I will be respectful of that. Victoria, I know you listen. She's a big fan. Um, uh, Yeah, apparently Brooklyn told her all about us. He's a big fan as well. Big up the Brooklyn. Oh yeah. So enough of that. But I think David Beckham back to Manchester United to finish off his career where it kind of pretty much started for him, didn't it? And also in a big box, wrapped up with a huge bow on it, just because, we've got to be a bit selfish, Paolo Cannavaro. 
That's it. Oh, I see. <laughs> Beckham, back to United, though, Zoe. What do you reckon about that? Oh, God, that'd be awful. <laughs> Absolutely awful. I mean, it, going off football a little, it would be like Michael Schumacher coming back from retirement in F1. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> it's because of Beckham. Chewbacca, I was basically going to about to say. Chewbacca, amazing. I think it would be as awful as... <laughs> I can't say Chewbacca anymore. Oh, oh, oh. I can't. I can't. I just think it would be awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Chewbacca. How on earth has Chewbacca come up in the Offside Roll podcast? But it's the film that you'd watch over Christmas, isn't it? It's still giving me really disturbing images. (laughs) (laughs) Chewbacca (laughs) won Formula One. Back in the days when Redknapp was at Portsmouth, he probably would have signed Chewbacca as well. He signed just about everyone else with very, uh, very odd uh, surnames. Um, All I want for Christmas is, ladies, I'd like a striker for Liverpool, please. Not too much to ask. I'd like them to have one and maybe not loan him out when they don't have any other first-choice strikers. Thanks very much, Brendan, if you could do a bit of shopping. Um, I would also... Do you know what? Here's me getting on my soapbox. I'd like Arsenal Football Club to stop pretending that everything's okay and make a decision on Arsene Wenger. I'd like someone to rescue Kaka from uh, the wilderness and bring him back to being the decent and very, very good footballer that he is. Um, And finally, I've actually pulled out a little Christmas gift that I wondered if I could give to you two because I've had my eye on it for a... Well, I've I've had my eye on it since uh, December the 2nd, uh, the day after our both played Celtic in the Scottish Cup fourth round. Um, And this beautiful, beautiful mug came out. Now, you have to click... To contact Karen to order this from the Arbroath website, wow. uh, but it's but it's a cup, and if you if you buy three of the cups, you make a whole team picture, and you get Scottish Cup fourth round, <laughs> and then you also get December the first, two thousand and twelve, Celtic Park. Never before has the first leg of a Scottish Cup fourth round tie and a draw at that been commemorated in quite so lovely a way. What do you reckon, Zoe? I think it's unfair to put all this on Karen. I mean, she must be inundated with orders, the poor lady. So, Karen, if you're listening, then get in touch. We might be able to help you out with taking a few of those calls. Yeah, so get on your search engines, have a look up our Broth Football Club and check out Karen's special. It's a beautiful thing. I wonder if there's going to be another one when they they play the second leg on the 12th of December. I hope so, because that one might be making its way onto my Christmas list as well. Um, Right, what about your footballing heroes? then we've all had them some of them may have perhaps let us down over the years some of them may have exceeded our expectations Zoe well that entire for the entirety of my youth we had a giant painting of Luther Blissett on the wall (laughs) (laughs) um which yeah at home um as you walk down the stairs um, which I thought was perfectly normal. I thought, you know, everyone had giant paintings of um, their uh, football, favourite footballer on the wall. Apparently not. Um, so I feel like he's been part of the family for for all these years. You know, I feel like I know him. And uh, unfortunately, that means that now, if ever I have seen him when he's he's coming to work, I can't even look at him. I behave in the most abominable way. I have to almost leave because it's a bit like I I feel like if we're not on personal terms, then. 
what are we? You know, so uh, was there a period of sort of rubbing him to make good luck for the team? Was there a reason sort of why he was there? Was he your kind of Watford FC Buddha or something? Do you know what? I honestly have never thought about it. It was such a normal, just part of the the house decor. Um, It was too high up for any touching to go on. Um, But... um... But, uh, yeah, so Luther Blissett, footballing hero, feel like he's been a part of my life, but never actually conversed, although seen him from a distance across the studio. I see. Well, um, John Barnes was my hero when I was growing up. Being a Liverpool fan, Digger was just such a big part of my youth. And um, in, in my first job in sport, I was working for a radio station and I got the running order for that day's show and my eye was immediately drawn to the fact that John Barnes was going to be on at ten past two doing a live phono and there below John Barnes's name was his mobile number and it was one of those moments where I thought I really should be the professional here and I shouldn't be doing anything with this telephone number and I was so tempted to I thought I could just store his number in my phone and then at some point in the next few days just so it didn't look too obvious I could give Digger a ring and say how did it feel to win the title in 1990 or something but I didn't I did remain professional as I always am ladies (laughs) But the mere temptation of nearly meeting or being able to speak to my hero was nearly too much. Oh, I love it. Mine is going back to someone I've already mentioned, funnily enough. <laughs> I promise not to bang on. It wasn't bang the on. of American Pie again, was it? <laughs> it's Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's David Beckham. Um, I was lucky enough to have met him years and years and years ago when I was uh, very young, when I think I had Ryan Giggs posters up on the wall. Actually, I didn't. My sister did. Um, I don't think I had a David Beckham poster, but of course he was a pin-up to many. As a young girl growing up, those curtains were just like the best curtains you've ever seen in your life. I'm not talking about around his nan's house. For those youthful listening, it's the way that your hair was parted in the middle and those golden locks. And then, of course, all my dreams came crashing down when Victoria Beckham announced her engagement with that black polo neck and the short mini skirt with the little slit up the side and the silver cross and the big bling ring. The outfit I emulated many a time. Yeah, my mum made me a skirt. I bought a little skirt from a high street store and she cut a little triangle out of the bottom so it was just like Victoria. Do you actually think that if you dress like Victoria that you might have a chance to be her one one day and so therefore snare your future husband? I was very young I'm sorry about that but no I, I grew out of that and of course working in the job that I work in we're very very lucky and privileged to actually not just meet these people and say hello but to hold a conversation and be in their presence for uh, you know longer than a couple of minutes so I have met him on many occasions interviewed him when he was uh, um, living in Milan I've interviewed him when he was living out in um, LA in his first season out there uh, have shared a stage with him hosting an event uh, in the build-up to the Olympics and every time he's just as nice as the last. Excellent well that's that's a lovely story and we hope he comes back here whether it will be Manchester United, of course, which is Haley's wish. That's a discussion for another day. Therein rounds up our little episode of the Offside Rule pod. I hope I've been an efficient stand-in for Lindsay Hooper. She's back next week. So we thank you very much for letting us loan you, and I'm sure we will be hearing from you again in the new year. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Haley. thank you again for today. Happy birthday for the weekend, ladies. And uh, we shall see you next week, Haley. 
I shall see you then. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Love that impression from last week. That's it from us today, folks. Don't forget, we're out every Monday. Uh, next week, Lindsay Hooper's back. Don't forget uh, to pop on and give us a follow on Twitter, at uh, Offside Rule Pod, and a like on Facebook, please. And do post your comments on the show as well, um, because we're likely to give you a retweet or to give you a little bit of a mention on Facebook. So jump on in, have a listen, and we'll see you next week. The Offside Rule. We get it.